0: Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Hi, Norman. I'm in the bathtub now, and I'm thinking about you. I love your podcast so much. I wish your 15 pounds of dick was deep inside my pussy right now. I'm using my radio-controlled cunt submarine as I bathe. The submarine is underwater in the bathtub and searching for my pussy using sonar so that it can fire its 12-inch torpedo deep into my hairy fuckhole. My cunt submarine has locked onto my hot gash and it's getting ready to fire its huge torpedo into my cunt. I wish you were here with me in this bathtub. What the hell are you doing in that bathtub, girl? I'm scared! are you talking to? Hang that goddamn phone up, you slut! Stop! You're using your cunt submarine again? Stop! You my goddamn dick enough for you? I've had enough of this shit. Prepare to die! Yeah! the sob in a tub pussy pleaser today makes a great christmas gift end of messages he wishes he could have killed his grandmother his mother says everything he touches turns to shit he's been to jail Sp- in a mental institution and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, apps are fucking looting free. Norm Augustinas. So try to imagine this scenario, fuckstick. Try to imagine it. You're in your backyard. You're working on your gutters, your ease troughs, whatever you call them. You're working on your barbecue. Maybe you got a fucking birdhouse back in your backyard. It's got a camera in it. You're streaming the images of some bird mom raising her kids. There's a camera in it. You got Patreon and PayPal. Chicks, think it's wonderful. Even though they ran somebody over three years earlier or killed two deer, they just think it's wonderful. Look at how wonderful it is. He's a wonderful person. You're in your backyard. You're working, maybe doing landscaping, cutting trees. I'm not quite sure what you're doing, but you're in the backyard. You're taking a break and you decide this. I think I'm going to take some LSD. I think I'm going to take some heroin, some cocaine. I'm going to do some of that, some marijuana, some marijuana. I'm going to do some booze. I'm going to do some bourbon. I'm going to fucking use my water pipe. I softened it with a special recipe that I have, and it's going to be a nice, smooth draw of fucking wine. It's going to be wonderful. I'm going to take a break now. I'm in the backyard working, doing things, relaxing. You're resting on a fucking shovel on the handle as you take a hit from your weed, as you take three more fucking dots of acid, and you're looking up in the sky just by chance. You see this big passenger plane go by. You're thinking, wow, look at that. Look at the technology of that. Look what we created. There's people going places. Isn't that something? And you go back to doing your work. You do a couple more hits of blotter acid. Maybe do some more fucking cocaine, a couple snorts of that. As you're working on whatever shit you're going to destroy in the backyard, you're working on that refocus the camera for the dem bitches that are watching. The I said dem, D-E-M, Democrat. And you're thinking, wow, this is really something. What a wonderful life. This is the day that the Lord hath made. However, what you just saw in the sky isn't true, isn't real. Yeah, it's a technological marvel and all that, all created by men, the minds of men. But what you just saw in reality is this, 175 women in that plane, of a total of 200, are flying west, they're flying north, south, east, they're flying at 500 fucking miles an hour, at 37,000 feet, because they're looking for dick. G-I-C-K. They're just looking for dick. And they want to get to the dick as fast as they can, because we have to fulfill every notion, every whim that an American bitch has instantly. Let's get them to the fucking Seattle. Let's get them to fucking New York City. Let's get them down to the Key West. Let's get them to all fast. Let's get them down to New Mexico. Whatever they want to do, let's get them there fast. They're looking for dick. We got to get them dick. And that's what it is. They have to get dick. They don't care if the ticket's $2,000. That plane, that image you saw, Yeah, it's partly true, but it's mostly women wanting things and wanting a man to provide something for them. If I could get there before I run out of youth, before my eggs dry up and I turn into a fucking skag, I gotta get somewhere at 500 miles an hour because the clock is ticking, man. I gotta get there, manipulate the shit out of him, get him to marry me, get him to pay for things for me, get a house out of him. I gotta get there now because the clock is ticking away man everything in this country is built around the fucking womb of a female the cunt of a female she's only got worth while she's got eggs in her cunt which are just about gone by the time she's 40 years old she's born with like a million eggs and every more every time an egg disappears in that period she becomes more and more and more not desirable and less desirable until eventually she's a skag. So the bitch is in a race with trying to time her age, try to time her worth, get somebody before that wears out, before that disappears. They got to time it just right, and they start to panic as they age more and more and more and more, and they'll take faster and faster fucking planes. They had to get on the goddamn Concorde if it was still here, as fast as the speed of sound. That's how fast the Concorde went. It was, in, it was a jet. Get that bitch to jet! Get her to somebody that'll support her. Because there's nothing more worthless than an old bag of shit with no eggs in her. Nobody wants them. That's why they end up on the street, they end up a bag woman, they end up in a trailer park. They didn't time it just right. Every bitch knows this, and you should know it, too. There's you looking up. Look at that marvel of science. Huh. I think I'll take another fucking toot of cocaine. Here we go, boy. It's not anything like you saw. Now, in that fucking tube, in that big fucking chamber, is in the cargo hold, is all kinds of dirty cum panties from wherever she was, wherever she's going to. Cum panties atop cum panties. The panties are filled with cum. There's anal expanders in her suitcases, cum panties, vibrators, dildos of all shapes and sizes, shrinking cream for the fucking cunt. Everything is designed... For the woman, before she runs out of time and becomes worthless, shrinking cream's the same fucking thing, cunt shrinking cream. I gotta tell you, and you know this to be true yourself, you don't want a chick with a big cunt. I used to date a chick with a big cunt. I liked her very much. I thought she was possible marriage material, except she had one huge downfall. She had a huge fucking cunt, a gigantic box. And I used to humper as hard as I could with all effort. I got a 15.5 pound dick. Now try to imagine that. That's in the truth. Measured my dick on my friend's cocaine scale years ago. He's dead now. And it was a mechanical scale and the scale bottomed out. And when it did, I can still remember the clanking sound. 15.5 pounds of dick. That's how big my dick is, and I had it in this chick then. And I used to have to, when I was on top of her, I'm more the person, I like them to be on the bottom, I like to conquer them, I like them to pull their fucking legs back, I like their knees hitting their ears. And when your knees are hitting their ears, you've got to understand this, you block the, their ability to hear anything well. So when you can't hear, your voice will change. You've got their knees, their knees in front of their ears blocking their ears, their voice suddenly comes up like this it feels so fucking good it feels instead it feels so fucking good norman it's it feels so fucking good babe it's like you're fucking somebody younger that's slightly retarded but still attractive that's what it's like it's really appealing to me i used to have to reach my hand down when i was on top of her fucking her to pinch off her cunt using my pointer finger and my middle finger you know how hard it is to control those two fingers it's like fucking impossible, fuck stick. You can't control those two fingers. Try it right now. Your pointer finger and your middle finger if you're right-handed. And try to pinch those two like scissors. Now try to imagine trying to pinch off her cunt while your dick is in there to make it tighter. I don't want no chick with a big fucking box. I had that trouble once before and I'm never ever going to repeat it. flying around in a fucking airplane trying to get to dick, trying to use technology to beat their drying up old clock, their old fucking clock, their onboard cunt clock. Dildos, cum panties in that fucking plane. In addition to that, there's 100, 200 gallons of shit and urine inside that plane. It's up in there. Shit, urine, half of them run on fucking handfuls of calcium tablets. It's in that fucking urine box, and it's destroying everything that they pour that urine into. They're fucking baby pills or birth control pills or calcium pills, all kinds of shit in the box up there. Now, in the shit in that plane, it's marbleized. You know what marbleized means? In like the 30s and 40s or 20s, They had a phrase then, kids did, teenagers, maybe even older. They'd say, I'll marbleize you. What that meant was, I'm going to punch your fucking head in so many times. I'm going to hit your head so many times with my fucking fist that it's going to be all kinds of different colors all over your face. There's going to be lines and light colors and dark colors, and it's going to resemble a marble countertop when they'd say, I'll marbleize you. Well, there's all kinds of shit in that plane, that box up there holding the shit in the air, and it's marbleized because there's lines of cum inside the shit as it flies over you big lines to fucking come because she took 10, 12, 14 inches up the crapper while she's fucking going somewhere to try to get somebody manipulate somebody and she's fucked and sucked all night long she's flying back, she feels pretty confident she could have a house soon, she might have her bills paid soon and it's all marbleized shit inside the airplane look at it go, look at it go now you're going to have to excuse me i got a slight problem with my voice And the reason is I ate a woman out some time ago, the woman that gives me fucking marijuana. I ate her out. I broke my fucking number one rule. I ate her out. Now, you got to be careful when you eat someone out because you probably will die. Remember, when a woman's legs are spread, it's just like a fucking slingshot. She spreads her legs. It's like a slingshot. And you're like the rock you put in a slingshot. You're between her legs. You're eating her out. You're like a big fucking rock, an object between her legs. It's ready to be shot out of her slingshot. Slingshots are used to kill things, kill squirrels, go hunting. It's used to kill shit. You're going to die there too. You're going to be the rock they shoot out between her legs. You're going to hit, you're going to die. You're going to die of throat fucking cancer and other cancers. I hope I didn't get that when I ate her out. I'll let you know. If I lose my voice and start talking out the side of my fucking neck with some silver dildo-like tube, never eat a bitch out. You will die of cancer. It's just when They keep going on. Their count keeps going up. They keep going on and on and on. So as you're looking up the sky and you see this fucking plane, motherfucker, don't be impressed by the marvelness of it, the uniqueness of it, the greatness of it, the achievement of it, all created by the mind of a man, by the way, to get a woman to dick. And it's insulting to me that women use men, to their advantage, they use them to get what they want. I'm in a plane going 500 miles an hour. I'm going to have a dick in my ass soon. I'm going to be in Italy. I'm going to be saying things like, that's a mori. I'm going to be in Italy in some rock house taking 10 or 12 inches up my fucking asshole. I'll be bent over something eating pizza. And pretty soon, I'll have complete control of them and I'll own everything. I just got to get there. I got to hit one man after another. What's that called? Beach blanket bingo. I got to hit one fucking dude after another, one dick after another. And I'm gonna get me some dick. I'm gonna give me some dick and I'm gonna be solved. I'll be special. I'll be okay. I'll be safe. Because let's face it, man. When is a woman most powerful? When she's 17, 16, 15, 14, after 25, she's a bag of shit. Going on 20 or 29, forget it. She's almost out of fucking eggs. She's useless. They know this, that this is their bargaining power, their bargaining time to, for them to get financial security. No woman wants to work. Don't ever believe that. Not ever. Not now. Not ever in the future. They don't want to work. Imagine a woman, 45, 50 years old. She's alone. She's got no dude. She's got no fucking money. And she's looking out an apartment window at a bunch of fucking African-Americans. Well, she doesn't want this shit. Doesn't want it at all. She's got to time her pussy straight away, right on, spot on, motherfucker. Planes going by, it's got this big fuselage flying her at some place at 500 miles an hour. The minds of men created this. She gets off and like a fucking chicken with its head cut off, she's running and looking for dick. She's advertising straight away, look, I got to get some dick with a fucking suitcase full of dirty panties. Cum panties, I like to call them. She's walking around with a fucking suitcase of cum panties. Look at me. I'm going to get some panties. I'm going to Palermo. I'm going to be in Palermo. I'm going to find some fucking guy. I'm going to look really goddamn good. He won't know that I have had seven personal protection orders pulled on a bunch of fucking harmless, unsuspecting men. They realized that she wasn't nothing that she tried to advertise initially, and then when it got old, she got a restraining order on them to get them fucking, get get fucking rid of them. But they caught on too late. That's how this recording will help you. You're not going to catch on too late. You're going to be with it, man. You're going to be hip, hip to the fucking the, uns- the unsavory methods that women will use i'm in palermo fucking a man i'm in thailand fucking a i don't care if the guy's got a one-inch dick does he got a fucking bank account i got a ton of dildos at home thailand they got one-inch dicks i'm in japan look at me kanishi motherfucker i'm gonna get me a fucking man with little dick with a big fucking account that's all they care about Running around, they're scared shitless, aren't they? Look at that plane go by, man. Here it is with a fucking barrel of shit and a barrel of fucking urine and dildos and cum panties and anal expanders and whatever dope she's ingested before she was there. Most of them have swollen cunts when they're on a fucking plane when they're coming back or going to. A swollen, expanded cunt from taking a dick because some dude paid for that fucking trip. He thinks she likes him. Yeah, no problem. I'll spot you that fucking money for that ticket. Let's go for it. You're going to go see your friends, your family. Let's go for it. When she's fucking laying sideways behind a building with a brick of fucking hash in her mouth, and she's taking two dicks in her ass at the same time. Who could think like that? Who could say shit like that? Look at that. Who could say something like that? Remember what a woman is. All they do is look for dick. 24-7, from their age of 13 to fucking till the day they die. Now try to imagine the ears of a woman. Try to imagine the ears and the eyes of a woman. Let's, Let's go with the ears of a woman. Try to imagine the ears of a woman. What those ears have been exposed to. The sounds that the ears have heard since she's been 13, 14 years old, maybe even younger, I don't fucking know. The sounds she's heard. She's mostly heard this, starting from age 14 on. Here's what she's heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. This is all a bitch hears to the day they die. That's all I hear, man. That's all I hear. Now, try to imagine. This is all a woman hears is bed springs from 14 fucking on up, 13 on up. How could a woman even survive? How can they function? How can they do anything? How can they drive a car? All they hear is bed springs, and now they're sitting in an electric car with a hot battery under them, and their entire torso's burning hot and turned on because of the battery, and the eggs inside her cunt, the clitoris in her cunt, her vaginal lips, her asshole, the battery's heating up that fucking cunt, and now she's feeling that in her electric car, and all she hears is bed springs. It doesn't matter where you go. All a chick hears is bed springs, wherever they go, wherever they are. They can't turn it off. Now you hear something long enough and it becomes post-traumatic. Say you were, say you, you were a kid, you were a dude, and your mom said you were nothing every day till she, till you cut her throat or you shot her between the eyes or you, whatever you did, like, like something I would do every day. You hear that. And then eventually it has an effect on you. Now, You can probably possibly get over that with therapy or some kind of psychiatrist, something like that. But a woman can take this, this sound, all fucking day to the day they die. I mean, could you do that? Could you do that? Could you live like that, hearing that in your head, all day? long till the day you die 80 85 90 fucking years old they live that long because no dude no she doesn't do any work that a dude would do they hear these bed springs to the day they die even when she's hiring you as an hr person and she's a big shot controlling the entire company in her mind even when she's hiring you and telling you congratulations we're going to onboard you look for your email or whatever the fuck else you're going to get even when she's doing that She's hearing fucking this, isn't she? I'd like to welcome you to the company, Glenn. You have a full immediate 10 days off on initial start, full medical coverage, 401k, 401k plan with 50% matching, and that's what they're hearing as they're fucking saying that to you. Now, you got to feel some sympathy for them, but not much. Never feel too much sympathy for a bitch because you'll be destroyed. You're outgunned the minute you see her. You're outmaneuvered the minute you see her. She's done everything, seen everything, including in her eyes, seen everything like they're hearing. Can you imagine the hearing, though? We'll get to the eyesight. I got to talk about something else soon, though. The hearing. I mean, they hear semen, semen squirts. The squirt of a massive fucking load, like a pint milk that you get at elementary school. They hear that load blow out the dickhead every time while they're doing this. They hear it. I'm going to come, baby. I'm going to come. That's the guy saying, I'm going to come. 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 They hear that. And then they hear the load blow out the fucking fuck stick, don't they? They hear the man scratch his balls. They hear the whimpering as the cock goes into her ass, her whimpering. She hears this whimpering. She hears these bedsprings. She hears load after load after load blown out the fucking cum cannon of a man, the cum cannoli. She hears it blown out his fucking pleasure plant in his fan pa- in his pants, his pleasure probe. She hears it blown out. She hears all these sounds all the time while she's fucking because she's been fucking since she was 14 years old and they do this every goddamn day till the day they die. Excuse me, excuse me, miss. I don't understand it. I, I, I just told you I made the payment, uh, and you're, you you do not seem to be listening to me. I, I don't really understand. I thought this was about customer service. She can't think because she's hearing this. She can't hear you, motherfucker. She can't hear you. She's trying to hear you above the bed springs, which she hears all the fucking time. Years ago, I fucked a woman on an old bed in the hotel. I don't know where it was. Van Dyke and some shitty-ass place. Van Dyke and Sterling Heights or something like that, all taken over by Chaldeans now. And years ago, I remember fucking her, and she was unconscious. She got unconscious. Her head went between this extremely cheap headboard. I had to pull her fucking head out of there. And I remember... That bed made the same exact sound I had more sympathy for, somewhat more, more compassion for her realizing this is all a bitch hears. Our bed springs in their head all day, all night long. And you want them to think like a man? You want them to behave like somebody in a relationship? You want her to pretend that she's your boyfriend somehow and you guys are in a relationship? She's fighting over these fucking sounds, imbecile. She's fighting over these fucking auditory memories that are locked in her goddamn vacuous head, this vault of nothingness that's filled with nothing but fucking this. Yeah, yeah, I really had a good time at uh, Aunt Doris's house when we went over there on Thanksgiving, what was that you said, Norman? Norman? I, I Give me a minute, Lee. I've got a fucking migraine. I, I'm i not quite feeling my fucking self. Yeah, she's not feeling herself. Because all they hear is that. And when they're not hearing that, all they're doing is pulling up memories of things they've done. They often pull up memories of shit they've done since they were 14 to the time you're meeting them when you think you've really found a fucking prize. I've really found something here, great, Norman. Yeah, you have. You really have give me the fucking gun. I'll shoot her and save you the shit and trouble. You really have. She's seen these things. What things are they? Well, she's print pulled complete trains with eight or ten Mexicans. No problem. She's been on all fours, taking it from the rear. No problem. Hundreds upon hundreds of time of times, hasn't she? She's been bent over everything. She's humped every chair arm in the fucking world in her thing. She's humped everything in her father's basement, her parents' basement. She has all these memories and all these sounds in her head, and you want her to act normal. You're in danger. I mean, you're in bad fucking danger, fuckstick, imbecile. You're in danger. This is what's going through their mind, not you. You know what's going through your mind? You want to go to a fucking restaurant and get something to eat? There's still a Ponderosa over by us. I'd like to take it to Ponderosa. They ain't going to Ponderosa. They want some fucking pink drink from some high-end exclusive boutique place that we used to call fucking swashies. They want that. She doesn't want to go to Ponderosa. She doesn't want anything like that. She wants some fucking salad from a place called lettuce. She wants that. and She wants it delivered. And don't be late or you get a bad comment if you're a delivery person. She wants that. She doesn't think like you. That's you know what you're thinking? I'd like to get a ham radio one day. I'd like to learn how to use that. Isn't that something? I'd like to learn how to fly one day. I'd like to get a pilot license, or at least try to fly fly an ultralight. This is what's in your head as a fucking man. That's what's in your head. This is what's inside every bitch's head you ever meet, anytime, anywhere, even if you're walking on a sidewalk in New York City, and it's Christmas time, and you're looking and window shopping along Park Avenue. This is all they hear. Hey, uh, Bernadette, Bernadette, you, would you like to stop up here? The a great spaghetti place on 8th and 59th Street. Would you like to go there over by Columbus Circle? Bernadette, where, where'd you go, Bernadette? Bernadette, where'd you go? She doesn't know where she went. She's completely blocked up, just like her shit. Most women haven't shit for three weeks. They're constipated three weeks out of every month. When I was a kid, there was a commercial on it that said, women are constipated three times more than men. Can you imagine that today? They'd burn the place down. They don't want you to know the fucking truth, the secret of what they are. They're performing. They're acting. They're on stage. You'll never meet a woman that is real ever. And you're going to say, how do you know all this shit, Norm? How do you know that women think about all the fucks they've done and get wet down there as they're thinking about the people they fucked, pulled a train, six gigantic african-american when they were at the detroit auto show they were down there in the back of the fucking parking space they put how do you know they're thinking that shit all the time and hearing those bed spring zones i just do i have much much experience unbelievable amounts of fucking experience and it started when i was in vietnam when we used to be in a huey helicopter that's the honest to God truth. A bell, it was a Bell helicopter. I was a door gunner. We used to drag a gigantic rope, and it had a dildo attached to it, a big white American dildo. It had an American flag on it. And when we would look down on that fucking rope, there'd be 10, 15, 20 VC chicks naked. Climbing up that fucking rope while we were hovering above the ground at about 300 feet. We were just hovering and moving slowly, and we were like trolling for fucking fish. We'd pull them up, but they'd suck me off. I'd bang them and throw them out the other fucking door. I learned a lot about bitches there, and I'm trying to help you about bitches now. All they hear, motherfucker, is this wherever they go. What is that? It's bed springs. It's bed springs, motherfucker. It's bed springs. That's all it's in their head. They, how can they think? I don't know. I turn right, turn left. I, I, I Did I hit the gas? Or did I run that red light? I, I don't fucking know. What the, what the hell did I do? I, I said ugh, That's all they don't know. Driving around now with a hot pussy because of hot batteries and electric cars. This is shit that's priceless. This is shit that you have to know from the fucking onset. They fucking owe, average on average, in credit card debt. Americans owe $1 trillion in credit card debt. They owe $50,000 or more in credit card debt. They've had 10 fucking restraining orders or personal protection orders against about 8 or 9 different men who found out what they really are and wanted to fucking kill them after they found out what they were, so they had to have the law help them, again, with regards to a man helping them, a man flying them somewhere, a man arresting someone when they need it. They fucking have been in jail, incarcerated three or five times at least. When you meet them, they're all polished up. They're all polished up. They appear to look fucking normal. And you're thinking, "Wow, well, I might have found a regular bitch here. This is incredible. But as you start walking and you're going to the fucking car and you're, you realize that there's turds moving under the fucking sidewalk, under the dirt in the sewage pipes, and one of the turds might be her and it might be marbleized, as you start walking her to the fucking car and she doesn't answer right away, you realize that she hears this in her fucking head. How can't she hear that? How can't she hear that? She's been hearing that since she was a fucking kid, and she'll hear it to the day she goddamn dies. And nobody knows when that is. They know when you're gonna die. You ever notice the fucking law of averages, or whatever the insurance companies use, actuarians? They can always identify when a man's gonna die. That's seventy-one and a half. But they always are vague about when a bitch is gonna die. A bitch will live as long as she can, as long as possible, because whoever she may have manipulated to do every goddamn thing. So it's hard to nail that down. No, I don't hate women. I had three sisters. Three sisters. I don't hate women at all. This is just like if you're walking through a rice paddy and there's fucking, there's fucking landmines in the rice paddy. It's rigged with grenades. You have to learn what can happen, the dangers that can happen if you're walking through that rice paddy. You have to know this. It's the same thing if you're walking with an American bitch. She's broke. She wants to appear not broke. She's broke, she's got psychological issues, all kinds of things going on, and things she's done just before you picked her up, like gargle a fucking two fistfuls of cum with her fucking neighbor before you picked her up. I don't hate women. I'm not angry with women. But I've learned. Don't we have the ability to learn? Don't I have that ability to learn? To be demonstrative of what I've learned? To understand and process and collate what I've learned? How can that be wrong? That's called safety. I don't walk around at six mile in Detroit at fucking two in the morning. A, because I'm extremely good looking. B, because I could be killed. I just don't want it. I know better. And this is stuff you should know better. It's all I hear, man. I'm going to move on now. I don't want to go that long in that shit. Remember what a woman is always hearing. Remember it. By the way, I've been working on something with regards to hearing. Now, as you know I I, or may not know, a speaker, an audio speaker, can be used as a microphone too. You can take that speaker and rig it into the circuit of whatever you're on. If you're ever in an emergency, you could take that speaker and use that as a microphone, and it will work as a microphone, an actual audio speaker. As you know that the ear in the human being's mind and their brain, their tympanic membrane, that's just the same thing. It's a speaker. Works the same way, electrical impulses and all kinds of shit. When you hear a sound, that's one thing. But I've been working on a way to actually broadcast from my ear into another bitch's ear if she's nearby me. Yes, it takes an audio, but very few people know that the human ear, especially the female ear, I can actually broadcast from my ear with thought. And that, that, that broadcast, that, whatever it is a message I sent will come out of my ear and easily be read by a bitch nearby. It's not telepathy or nothing like that. I'm talking about a mechanical process here of actually broadcasting sound waves from my ear that are become, that they can recognize in their ear. They can decipher and hear what I'm saying. Been working on that. I don't know when that's going to be fruitiated, but I've been working on it and I know it's true. So I want to talk about something. I want to move on if I could. In this recording, Fuckstick. Now, as you may or may not know, I live on a hundred acres up here. Now we're done with the other shit, other stuff. We're done with it. You know that you're a bitch. Just know that you're bitch, that you're with right now. Understand that all she's heard up to the day you met her was this. Just understand that. I guess in its simplest form. This is all she's heard, and now you're with her. You're with her, fuckstick, and let that sink in. You're with that. You're with that, mofo. You're with that. Just understand that. Understand you're with that. You're walking with that. You're window shopping with that. You're at a restaurant with that. That's all she's heard. And look at her perform for you. Look at the performance. My advice to you, pull up every fucking record you could on whatever bitch you're with. Criminal activity, civil activity, lawsuits. Pull up everything you can find and save yourself now. Save your finances, your house, all of it. I mean, you got women encouraging other women to rob men when they're fucking them. Rob them. you imagine something like that? Who would have thought that was going to happen? When I was younger, I used to take a bitch out to an ice cream place. I had no idea she was salivating for my fifteen point five pounds of cock. Well, I bought her a fucking uh, this thing that you would dip in chocolate. It was a cone, and you dipped it in chocolate, hard shell chocolate. I had no goddamn idea that she was salivating like one of Pavlov's dogs for my cock, for my fifteen point five pounds of dick. Must have been naive. So I want to talk about something. As you may or may not know, I live on a hundred acres up in way up in upper northern Michigan. It's a hundred acres. It's surrounded by state land. Michigan's just that. Two thirds of Michigan is just woods, trees, swamps, rivers, streams, lakes. I mean, you have Lake Superior. You have Lake Michigan. We got all these lakes surrounding us. That's what I live in. And I live on a hundred acres. So to get around that 100 acres, I have this Argo Frontier. It's an Argo Frontier ATV. When I say ATV, it has six wheels, six gigantic balloon tires with giant fins on the tires, fins that stick out two inches. And the reason they stick out so much is because if I happen to see a river or a stream or a small body of water, I can just float right over the water and the wheels act like a propeller. And they move me across the water. It's the coolest thing you've ever seen. Now, the Argo Frontier isn't made anymore. It's ancient. It has an 18 horsepower engine. I've worked on, it, on it throughout. 18 horsepower engine, a big clutch, some t- little tiny mechanical kind of hydraulics. It's got two chrome plated handles. You pull it back. If you want to, you push it forward. If you want to go fast, you pull back to stop. You push one lever to the left all the way up and pull the other lever to the right. If you want to go right, it's an amazing machine. Now, I was out on my Argo frontier the other day going into the woods and the, uh, into the woods where I live. And I do that because I have a mental detector and I know that one day I know this. I don't have a doubt in my mind. One day I'm going to fucking find a wampum bag. That's something to do with Indians up here. A leather bag. It's going to be in a hollow of a tree. It's going to be in the ground and it's going to be filled with all kinds of gold fillings that that fucking Indians, that Apaches, the the Comanches, whatever, they they that they'd scalped the fucking white man, pale face, and they had it in this fucking wampum bag. They stuck it in the hollow of a tree. It's in some kind of makeshift box. I'm gonna find that filled with gold fillings that they knocked out of fucking the, the, the pale face, and I'm gonna be all set. I'm gonna find some treasure from some old home or something, and they buried all their fucking money. So I go out there regularly to find this. Occasionally, I come across weird things, like one time I accidentally killed two people who were living inside this, this hut, this four. They made the hut out of trees, out of thicker trees or branches, I guess you'd call them. They had four branches, and they wrapped saran wrap all the way around it. I don't know if it was saran wrap, but it looked like saran wrap to me. Maybe you can buy this for this very reason. And they were in this thing, and they were fucking... I was on my Argo Frontier, I was wasted, and I was laughing. I always laugh when I get wasted. I don't know why, I just start fucking laughing. I was as free as could be in the middle of nowhere, in the woods, in upper Michigan. And I went up a hill and down a hill, and I accidentally run them the fuck over and killed them both. Now, what was most disturbing was, not that I killed them both. I mean, that was a unexpected, harmless, unplanned accident that resulted in tragedy. But when I backed up and got off the Argo Frontier... The woman still had her hand clutching the guy's cock. So she was up there. Like I always say, she was up here, holding on to his cock, manipulating the fuck out of him. She pulled him away from his friends that could tell him otherwise, protect him on how bad she was. Once a woman gets a hold of your cock or blows you and you let her, she lets you bang around from the rear. They have complete fucking control. And she was in the early stages of controlling this fuck by isolating him and beating him off. Her hand was wrapped firmly around his fucking cock. It was a real fucking scene. It was it was disappointing, but also very predictable. Really fucking predictable. She had some fucking books in there on being calm and some other books on other shit that a bitch would read this nonsense they can market to a woman because their brain is soft whatever they're told they do. I will do that. I am on that. Whatever the six lesbians that run this country tell them to do, they will do. Most Ricky Tick. And I ran them over. I killed them. It was a bad scene, but I got over it. You know, you have to not live in the past. You have to go forward and go forward and go forward. Never stop. So I recently was on my Argo Frontier out here. Now, I have to say that I was on the Argo Frontier maybe two weeks ago, and I had my cape on. Now, I use this cape. A woman made me this cape in New York City. It's got a big S on it. It's a cape you can put around your neck. And I use this cape when I'm naked on my Argo Frontier. I've got my bourbon. I've got my all kinds of boozes. I got my foam sandwich with the booze in it. Looks like there's a bite out of the foam sandwich, but there's a cap there. You unscrew the cap and you can drink the booze and people think you're eating a sandwich. I've got that. I've got, uh, my marijuana. I've got all kinds of shit. My, my blunts, my fucking pre-rolls, my fucking, uh, pentoning paralyzer, pentoning paralyzers, 97% THC. And I got that from the woman up here that I recently, that I regretfully ate out a while ago because she gave me an entire brick. Her family runs a grow house up here, a legal grow house for a distribution distribution center, the wholesaler. And I got that from her. So. As I was up here on the Argo frontier with my cape on that this woman made me, I somehow got the cape snagged on some stick or some branch. And when I did it, pulled me right off the Argo frontier and sort of choked me. And I can still hear the sound I made. I was like singing and I made this sound. I can hear the sound just like bitches hear, just like bitches hear the sound I just told you that they hear. I heard that fucking sound like they hear this sound. This is all the fuck they hear is the sound they hear. And that is this one. You know that. And I heard this sound as I was singing this. I made that sound like I'm imitating it pretty good. Like, like that as the thing pulled me off the Argo frontier. I defined the fucking thing. I was almost dead. I thought I'd put a hole or destroyed my larynx or, or crushed my larynx. I met this fucking weirdo up here in the woods one time. He told me he was a tracker, an Indian tracker. I didn't know him much. And right out of the fucking blue, the guy says to me, (laughs) it's the strangest thing. The guy says to me, you know, if you hit a person, you put your fingers like this. He didn't talk like that. He said he was an Indian tracker. They said that there's an Apache group that lives up here that came out here from the Old West a long time ago, and they settled in Upper Michigan to escape persecution. This fucking guy said he was an Indian tracker. He's right out of the blue says to me, I said, hi, how you doing? And to get concerned like that, I always carry a Glock with me in case there's a problem. There's an opening under where I sit in this plastic seat, and I put the Glock there, and it's on a Velcro strip, and I would just blow anybody's brains out who I thought could threaten me, A, because I'm good looking, B, because I got a gigantic 15.5 pound dick, C, because bitches really like me, and I would deprive them, I would be gone if something happened to me. Right out of the blue, the fucking guy says to me, you know, uh you want to kill someone, you put your fingers like this, you bend them back like this, and you put tuck your thumb in. And he said, then you just give them a quick hit to the throat, to the esophagus, or the larynx. I can't remember which one he said. You hit him there, and you'll kill them instantly. They'll grab their throat, and they won't be able to breathe. They'll drop. I said, oh, really? Hey, nice meeting you. I got back on the Argo Frontier Florida as fucking fast as I could. I mean, why would he be out there? He had like these fucking leather shoes on. They looked like they were handmade, like something an Indian would wear. He's out there trying to find these Indians that supposedly settled here that are this hidden tribe that's never been seen. I have seen firelight out there. So who knows? So I'm on the Argo frontier. My cape snags. I pull at my fucking throat. I'm singing. I hear. I suddenly get snagged. I whoa, I make this sound. I pull off. I had to find the Argo Frontier to where it was. Now, the reason I say this is because when I did find the Argo Frontier, the 18-horsepower six-wheel thing with giant balloon rubber tires and these big fins built onto it, it's an all-wheel drive vehicle. It's not made anymore. I don't even know if they're in, in, sawed after anymore, but I fixed it. I can fix anything. I've always been able to do that, maybe not much like you. When I found the Argo frontier, it was on this, had gone up this gigantic hill. When I say hill, it was like a little, like a mini mountain, like a mini mountain. In Michigan, we have mountains here, especially in the UP. We have mountains. We have sand dunes. It's the strangest fucking thing. You have everything you could imagine in Michigan. Swamps, Lake Superior, Lake Michigan, sand dunes, fucking mountains, bigger mountains. It's amazing. Bald eagles. So... When I found the Argo Frontier, as I was still rubbing my neck trying to get air, I kept testing my throat. Test, you know how you do that. You hurt yourself. Can I breathe okay? Am I all right? My cape, I had to resettle, put around my neck. I like to wear the cape. I got no clothes on. There's no way anybody would see me unless like I ran over that couple. And the cape sort of does empower me as I'm kind of wasted on top of it driving through the fucking woods. I don't need any clothes on. And if any chick sees my dick, it doesn't matter who she's with. In the woods, if I bump into some bitch, she's going to want my cock. I've seen him do it. I've seen him look down at my cock as it's dangling off the fucking fiberglass bench seat that's in this Argo Frontier. I've seen him look at my dick and then look over at their, whoever this dude is there with and think, Are you kidding me? I'm with this fucker? Yeah, okay. He's got 75000 in a bank and he owns a brick ranch? Okay, that's nice. But man, I'd like to have that dick. They think that. And I can see it. I can hear them. And eventually I'm going to be able to broadcast my thoughts out my eardrum because an eardrum is just a speaker. Isn't it? I can broadcast out of a speaker. When you play music, it comes out of a speaker. An eardrum's the same thing. It's a speaker. And I'm going to figure out how to transmit, how to transmit my thoughts out my ear. I'm next to a pitch. And I say, I'd like to eat your cunt out. I like to drive 12 inches, my vampire stake in your asshole, and kill you. They like shit like that. Could being so goddamn nice. I've swung chicks around fucking old houses that had plaster walls, and I've let them go, and their feet went right through the goddamn plaster wall up to their goddamn knees or further. You know, they cry, they yell. They should do it again. They'll worry about the plaster repair later. They came as they were being driven into the fucking plaster in the wall. They came as they went deeper and deeper. Because there's no inhibitions. Everything's on the fucking table, imbecile. Anything can happen with Norm Augustinus. As much as I like you, I would probably bang out your bitch. Honest to God. I'm sorry. She'd want me. She'd take a picture of my dick and your dick. What do you think would win? 15.5 pounds of dick my cocaine salesman friend honest to God on his scale used to sell his cocaine he put the coke on his shoulders and time he went in broad daylight he would sell the coke off his shoulders people thought he had dandruff he did the same thing with his two kids they had cocaine on their shoulders it looked like the dandruff family the dandruff family 3 so when I found the fucking the Argo Frontier 6 wheel drive ATV When I finally found it, I went up this mountain. It had climbed up the mountain and stalled. It can do that with a clutch. It's a clutch. It's a belt clutch. It can do that under extreme duress, like going up this hill, and it stalled. Luckily, because maybe it would have been damaged and would have. I'd have to put money or work into it. More work. I didn't want that or crack the crack the body, which is fiberglass. When I climbed up the mountain, and I'm still adjusting my cape, still testing my voice like this, like. Mm. Ah. Mm. mm. I'm doing shit like that. Ah, ah. doing test tests like that. Ah. Ah. Testing my voice to see if it's okay. As I climb up the mountain, I realize that I found something that maybe nobody even knew was there, it was heavily wooded, heavily brush, kind of a mix on this giant mountain. Throughout the trees that were you could walk through, I saw headstones. Old headstones. You know, uh, what they used to call tombstones. But I'll, the proper name is headstones. That's FY for you. Tombstones, which are headstones. I found headstones in a lot of them. Headstones on this fucking old, it's a cemetery on top of this old hill that has been grown over by overgrowth and weeds and trees. As I start to look at the names on the stones, and some of them looked even older, the material. As I start to look at it, I saw that most of them were women, women's names, old names, like, like, uh, Wilma and, uh, Bertha, old names, like that on the stone. So I knew it was old. Some of the dates were very old, uh, 1877, 1910, old names, people who'd lived there and were da- had died and been buried up there. But I'd say 97% of the people buried in this cemetery that my Argo Frontier six wheel drive ATV led me to, they were almost all women on this giant hill and i i started to think i started to process information collate information now you know the kind of thinker i am you know what i've said in the past and i realize that some of my problems some of my issues that i'm i've been having as i live on this hundred acres not far from where i found the c- the cemetery on this giant hill as i live there that i may be having uh symptoms i may be having issues with regards to the cemetery and I'll tell you why because the the stones were on this giant hill kind of a mini mountain now if they're all bitches it means that as they rotted I've kind of talked on this in the past on and off as these bitches rotted their bodies their cunt this high this highly used area it's like raw hide the cunt never fucking dies, never wears out. Always understand that. They should make car tires out of old cunts because they never, they never die. They never wear out. They keep on going. I never heard anybody say she was 88 years old but couldn't fuck anymore. Her cunt had closed up. She was 89 years old. She couldn't fuck anymore because her cunt had dried off and become rawhide, had become like a horse saddle and he couldn't get a dick in it with a lot of fucking lubricant. I've never heard that. Everything else wears out in a bitch, but not the cunt. Now, by this time, these women were buried. I don't know when it was. They took a lot of dick. They had a lot of fucking. Now, after, say, 80 years old, some of were them that, were that old, 80, 90 years old, the cum that's blown blown into their cunt now seeps into the actual bone marrow of their skeleton. The bone marrow between each fucking, inside each bone, the femur, the, you name the fucking bone, the pelvic bone, whatever it is. It's kind of soaked into that. They're just a big fucking cum thing that's been buried. Cum and sin and the juices and shit get caught up inside the bones where the marrow is because of the cum is in there and it's like resin. The cum gets harder, and then all the juices from the fucking, all the juices from and the cum and all that is inside that, like a candy bar that's filled with like a strawberry filling that you bite into. And that means that these pitches on this hill, and I calculated it. I came out there. I measured the distance. I've got this thing you can look through. They use it for golf. It'll tell you how far you are from the hole that you got to sink the ball into, the green. I came out there with this instrument and tried to measure the distance, and I realize that some of the symptoms I've been having, headache or migraine, tremor, uh, say a shaking eye, it's the juices from these bitches, these buried old whores, and that's what they were. You think you didn't have to give pussy out then in 1800? Shit, yeah, you did. You had to, any way you could get it, especially if you were rural the juices that were inside these fucking dead women on this hill up here in upper northern Michigan on this giant mountain-like thing, the juices from all the years of fucking they were doing, that pussy, they were flowing down that hill with enough inertia to poison, to make it toxic where I live. Now, I got well water. That means I'm drinking cunts. I'm drinking cunts. I'm drinking titties. I'm drinking old fucking semen that's been leaked down this hill. And into my well water where I live. And I've got symptoms of it. Symptoms. And this is just was beyond appalling. I mean shaky even. I started to get shaky. Personally shaking. The sin of all these bitches. 70, 80 fucking years old. Read about it. At nursing homes they say they go out at night. In the nursing home when the lights are out. And they go into other homes and fuck people. Because they think there's no repercussions. They don't care about AIDS, HIV, nothing. By the way, by the way, one out of three bitches has a social disease. Herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia. They have this, and you've got them at a restaurant. You're buying them something. Make fucking sense of that. I can't. Man, that's fucking starting to scare the shit out of me, man. I'm fucking getting scared, man. I don't fucking know if I can finish this thing. Man, that's, that's fucking starting to really bother me. <clears throat> Excuse me. But this is this is what I think I've been suffering. In my fucking Argo Frontier, six-wheel, fucking six-wheeler with the big balloon tires and the big fins on the tires that can drive through anything, it led me to it. It was destiny. I've always had something look over me, always protect me. If she hadn't made me that cape in New York City, the woman who wanted to fuck me, wanted to marry me, saw a future with me, If she hadn't done all that, tried to manipulate me with my Superman cape, she thought that would send it right over. I'm going to give him the Superman cape. He's going to say, I've never had a woman do that for me. You must be different. You must be special. You must be the fucking one. Do you want to get married, Lisa? That's what she thought happened. Instead, I left and then asked her to ship me my ultralight aircraft from Manhattan. Central Park South on 8th Street asked her to send that to me. Didn't work. It didn't fucking work. I realize now what's going on. I'm drinking pussy. I'm drinking pussy. If you live near a cemetery or there's one around your house and there's a hill and there's enough fucking leaching, and you got well water, you're drinking old cum pussy. You're drinking old titties. You're drinking fillings that may still have cum in it. They don't ever tell you that shit. A chick blows you. She's got a fucking hole in her tooth. The cum goes in that hole. Now say she eats steak or she eats a piece of corn or something or a hard kernel or something hard like a piece of grizzle. It blocks that hole. And that cum stays fresh in her tooth forever till the day she dies. Now she's in the ground. You're drinking the cum of her past fuck. If you're around a cemetery... If there's any cemetery near you, you're going to experience hallucinations. You're going to experience lost moments of time. I've had this. Yeah, sure, I do every dope there is. It might be partially responsible. But I know what's going on now. I understand it. Motherfucker, never be buried if, if you're at some cemetery... And you have your choice for your plot and you're buying in advance because the plot is now just a $1,000 or two. And you know that when you die, the plot will be $15,000. Never pick one at the bottom of a hill. Always pick the plot where you'll be the highest. You don't want to be below a bitch. You don't want to drink in her sin, her horrors, the sounds, the horrible things she's heard. You don't want to breathe them in. You know what they've heard. When you're fucking drinking them in because it's seeping into your well water, you're drinking this in. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I love you forever, motherfucker. Ah, uh, or until your money dries up. Ah, uh, or until I get a restraining order and kick you out of your own fucking house. Always remember that. You're drinking in that. You're drinking it in, motherfucker. I remember I had trouble getting the Argo Frontier started. And you have to pull this big fuck. It's got a big handle. You got to open up the top. You got to pull it to start it, lower the, lower the top. It's got like this hinge thing. You can just lift it up really easy. I couldn't get it started because I had such, such a trauma to the cape getting ripped off as it got stuck on a stick, stuck on a tree branch as I was going past it. I couldn't get it started. And I thought it was some bad karma. I thought, Are these fucking bitches that are dead here doing this to me? Because they would do that if they could. Are they doing this? Are they preventing my Argo frontier from fucking starting here? This is what I thought. When it finally got started, I got on that fucker and pulled it to the right and ran over two of the tombstones. Most of them were broken. Ran them the fuck over and got out of there. The whole time while I was fucking coming back, doing some weed, smoking some fucking weed, I'm thinking... Man, where's that shit leaking to? Where is it leaking to? Who's drinking it in? What is it destroying? If a plant drinks that shit up, if a tree drinks that shit up, and I see it and I say I make acorn pie, you can do that. Say I make black walnut shit, like fruitcake and stuff, black walnuts. They grow like crazy up here in upper northern Michigan. And it's sucked around that cemetery. Her pussy's in the black walnut. Her fucking sin titties are in the black walnut. I'm eating it in. Look at the implications. Look at the long-range implications of a bitch. It's spooky, isn't it? I didn't find the lost Apache tribe, the Comanche tribe. I didn't find any of that stuff. But I did find these old fucking whores, and that's what they are. These old fucking whores. They died too, but they still linger on, don't they? No one goes up there and visit them. I found this fucking thing. This thing's not been visited in 75 years, maybe longer. They still have long range reach with a shit leaking into my septic tank. I mean, into my fucking, my well water. It's pumping it out of the ground. That's how dangerous they are. That's what they are. They never fucking stop coming. They're like Jake Lamana, I ain't going down for nobody. That's what he said, his famous quote. They don't go down for nobody. Flying from dick to dick. All these goddamn sounds in their mind. All these fucking things. You know, transportation was made for a bitch. They first walked to the dick. They fucked everybody in that tribe. Then when they didn't walk to the dick anymore, they got in a the horse They had a longer area, that bigger diameter, they could get more dick. They got out of their area because they fucked everybody there three times. Now they got a fucking horse. They can go further and fuck everybody in the next town. Then they got a carriage. They could go further and fuck everybody in that town. Then they heard about trains. They could go to town long ways away, and they could fuck everybody there. Then they got on a fucking plane, and they could fuck everybody wherever the plane went because everywhere they were. Every stinking place they were, they poxed. They can't be back there anymore. They're hated and they got to go somewhere else where they appear new and fresh and inviting because they've destroyed it behind them. Every mode of transportation was invented for the bitch. Do you understand that? It's been invented for the bitch. When you're looking up in the sky, think, God, you're not in that fucking plane. Because if it went down, motherfucker, you might wake up with four or five panties in your mouth, choke down your throat, a dildo in your ass. They still have the final say. It was a creepy moment. I didn't know if I should even tell you that shit. What went on with the Argo Frontier in the woods? That's for some way I found a treasure. Now I'm thinking this. If I put on a hazmat suit and I went to that fucking cemetery and I dug those old broads up. I dug them up. Maybe one of has got a good ring on. Maybe one of has got a fucking ankle bracelet on. She's a whore. Maybe one of them's in there got a chastity belt on. It's gold-plated with all kinds of teeth where cunt is. Chastity belts wouldn't let a woman fuck. When her man was away, that gives you an idea of how long women have been corrupt. Maybe I could get that. Maybe I could find treasure through these fucking slags. I'll be back in a second. Just keep going on. <clears throat> I just keep going on. You've been listening to the one and only. Oh, My dick is enormous, there is no escape. <gasps> uh, 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 uh. We meet at the big clock in cyberspace. It's dark out there in cyberspace. It's scary out there in cyberspace. You're out there in cyberspace. You're frozen with fear. You don't know what to do. You're looking up. You're looking down. You're looking to the right. You're looking to the left. It's windy out. You don't know what to do. You're frozen. Eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background and you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder, eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There's thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. 100, 150 feet tall, brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above this is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts, the person that died on you, the ramen noodles you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? that. Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it! It's forming a small mini-lake alongside you. It's orange-colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. Toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe Infinitely, It doesn't matter that the friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best looking bitch you've ever seen. Or another friend of yours has the best looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to. Anytime you're in duress. Anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do is think 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 of the big chiming clock in cyberspace, where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically, you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording? The most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour, we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus, at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Thea, I heard you came into some money. Congratulations! Thea, I have come up with a way to extract tit oil from soiled women's braziers and then turn that tit oil into an all-natural cooking oil. Thea, every year over 100 million worn-out bras are discarded and they end up in landfills. These old bras are usually soaked in greasy tit oil that seeps out of a woman's breasts. I have come up with a system of retrieving these bras from the landfills and then by using my complex bra juice forward slash nipple hair processing machines, I can extract the raw tit oil and turn it into a premium all-natural cooking oil. I call my product Mountain Top All-Natural Cooking Oil. Can you loan me $2.3 million so that I can start extracting the melon oil from the millions of old, smelly, stretched-out bras that I have already collected? I will make you a partner and put your bloated face on every bottle of my all-natural mountaintop cooking oil. Get back to me, ASAP. I want to get my product on the store shelves by Christmas. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at Tim Hortons on 3rd Street. When I saw your sister, I took a large Tim Hortons coffee cup out of the trash, and I tore out the bottom, and then I went under the table where your big-titted little sister was sitting. When I was under the table, I shoved my huge cock into the hole I tore out of the bottom of the Tim Hortons coffee cup. Your big titted little sister pretended she was drinking from the Tim Hortons coffee cup, but in reality, your big titted little sister was licking my dick head while I fingered her tight pussy and juicy asshole. We both came at exactly the same time. You should have seen my cum shoot out of the Tim Hortons coffee cup. My enormous pink cucumber load hit the hot light bulb mounted on the ceiling above your big titted little sister sister's head and my burning cum wad started to cook and a dense smelly jism smoke came off the light bulb until the light bulb exploded. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ken Ordway. I am the manager of this Tim Hortons coffee shop. Please be advised that the woman that was dipping her Kotex in all the coffees to go has been terminated. Additionally, will the big titted woman who is licking the dick that is in the coffee cup please stop licking that dick? We are starting to get complaints. Thank you for visiting Tim Hortons coffee shop. <laughs> That is all. uhh <coughs> oh. walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls it's a rupture